from BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast, is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. The best conversations I have with my colleagues are the ones that happen when no one is looking, when we're not 100% sure yet what to write. Hopefully, having conversations like this can help you figure out your own point of view. That's kind of our job as Washington Post opinions columnists. I'm Charles Lane, Deputy Opinion Editor. And I'm Amanda Ripley, a contributing columnist. We're going to bring you into these conversations on a new podcast called Impromptu. Follow Impromptu now, wherever you listen. Covering the live betting angles for every game, this is VSIN Live Bet Tonight with Femi Abebefe and Wes Reynolds on VSIN, the sports betting network. It's a great day to be alive, and it's a great day to be a better. Welcome inside to the VEASAN studios here at the Circa Resort and Casino in downtown Las Vegas. This is VEASAN Live Bet Tonight. Femi Abebefe alongside Wes Reynolds, a live betting extravaganza tour. If you don't have a play leading up to the game, we'll try to find you one over the course of the next three hours. Make sure to follow us on Twitter, at VEASAN Live. You can find Wes at Wes Reynolds 1. You can find me at Femi Abebefe. And make sure to use the hashtag VEASAN Live Bet as well. If you have a bet or a question, we'll discuss it on the show here as all eyes on tonight's show in Naptown, Wes's old stomping grounds for Monday Night Football between the Pittsburgh Steelers and Indianapolis Colts. But first, Wes, is there a live bet to be made right now in a game where the Steelers are leading 6 nothing in the second quarter? I can certainly understand why people are wanting to get in-game unders because uh, the Colts can't make a first down. They don't have any mm-hmm. yards. I believe they're at negative yards right now. Uh, the offensive line having issues. I think we saw, uh, I think it was Ryan Kelly that went down earlier. Yep. So uh, Danny Pinter was getting warmed up. The Colts. They didn't go with Jeff Saturday? No, they okay. did not. They probably would have been better served if, if they could. Uh, <laughs> Come on, they Jeff, could, uh, suit send up. his uh, unretirement papers into the National Football League in time. Uh, go ahead and email him or text him in. But uh, yeah, nevertheless, minus five and a half on the Steelers and uh, total, I believe, down to uh, 35 and a half. But. Colts, Colts can't move the ball at all. They, they, you know, they say your offense is what you can block, and the Colts can't block at all, either for pass protection or run blocking. So, Steelers, uh, it's been all Pittsburgh, but look, it's still just a six nothing game. Yeah, yeah. Steelers. Every time they get to about the 40, 35 yard line, they kind of short circuit offensively. So Indianapolis very much into this football game, despite getting a zero from their offense up until this point. But while we're on the topic here of the pass rush and the Colts offensive line. Let's get to our live betting keys. I know there was three things that you wanted to point out, and it started on the line of scrimmage there. Yeah, it absolutely was the offensive line. Just, uh, you know, the uh, tackles are Bernard Raymond and Braden Smith. Bernard Raymond, of course, the rookie out of Central Michigan. The offensive line is a big reason why the Colts rate 31st in EPA. That's expected points added per play and 32nd in overall offensive defense, defensive or DBOA rather. Mm -hmm. And look, I don't even, I don't think I have a first down yet tonight. So I thought that was going to be a key. Uh, I was going to see if the Pittsburgh Steelers and Kenny Pickett would target Pat Fryer move. I think he only has one catch so far. I played the over prop in terms of his yardage. 
Colts defense, 27th in DVOA versus tight ends. So, you know, Fryermuth is going to have some chances over the middle to get something if Pickett can find him. And then run stuffers. Neither team really run can, uh, uh, neither team uh, gives up a lot on the ground, I should say. Uh, Colts, uh, sixth in rush defense, DVOA, Steelers, seventh, respectively. So, could lead to more passing, uh, you know, potentially for an over. Uh, not looking, uh, not looking very uh, spry on the over right now as the Steelers. Steelers getting the running game going though yeah. a little bit. Colts have nothing going on offense. Yeah, and some of the keys that I wanted to point out is the offensive line versus that Steelers pass rush. I think that's a very big matchup in this game, like you outlined there. But also the signal caller ball security. I felt Wes. Going into this game, whichever quarterback protected the ball the best mm-hmm. would win the game. And we already saw in the first drive for the Colts, Matt Ryan throw that interception, and there have been a couple sacks already in this game. So I think that ball security is something that's been problematic for both of these guys this year. Pickett has his share of turnovers as well in only his four or five starts as a quarterback. And then finally, Kenny Pickett and Deontay Johnson, kind of their chemistry, it's not really been there. Deontay Johnson's numbers, his targets, his receptions, mm-hmm. his yards have declined ever since the Steelers made the switch from Trubisky to Pickett. So I want to see if they could get something going here in tonight's game. And right now, when you look at the box score, Deontay Johnson has two receptions, 22 yards. But Pickett's main yeah. guy has been his fellow rookie, George Pickens, who had a nice catch well, uh, moments and, ago. And I thought it was going to be Friar moves as well. If you look, uh, the Steelers, this is now their third game since they traded Chase Claypool away to Chicago. Mm-hmm. And Fryermuth has been the number one target. He's been targeted 19 times in that span. Pickens and Johnson tied for second, respectively, with 10 apiece. So that's why I was looking for Fryermuth there, and he did just get a, a nice catch, so about halfway there to his yardage prop. All right. And what are you sweating for uh, tonight's contest? The uh, uh, the Fryermuth prop. Yep. Uh, I think I think it was over 48 and a half for yards. And then uh, Najee Harris, over two and a half receptions. I think he's got one already. And also, I did do a late-minute ad. Uh, I, I added over 39 and a half. I was trying to maybe think of a go against the grain over just because I thought neither of these teams are going to find much room in the running game, plus the fact that we could get defensive touchdowns. These are two good defense. Certainly, they can get a score mm-hmm. on the defensive end as now the uh, Steelers in the red zone. Uh, second oh, yeah, get going, Kenny. Quarterback draw for Kenny Pickett. I think he slid down about a yard short, but nevertheless, yeah. it's going to be third and one. And wave those terrible towels there. Uh, For me, I'm sweating Steelers plus three. I went ahead and bet that earlier last week. Uh, This ended up closing, I believe, two and a half. Then today, this afternoon, the more I kept thinking about this game, I went ahead and said, hey, you know what? Let's go ahead and add Steelers money line as well. So I got that at plus 125. So Steelers plus three and Steelers on the money line. Mm -hmm. Uh, You mentioned the potential for a defensive touchdown. Well, our final bets giving play because this is the finale for bets giving vcin.com slash bets giving we've been able to track these plays all throughout the holiday weekend and it ends tonight with the monday night football game between the steelers and the colts the play that wes and i came up with was steelers money line and then also for the prop little cherry on top to get some plus money and get back into this bad boy steelers defensive or special teams touchdown anytime at plus 750 yeah, and look, I, I think that that could be possible uh, with Matt Ryan getting pressured. There could be a sack fumble. So I think that's absolutely possible as the Steelers now in the end zone. So good start for our money line. Najee Harris plunges in for the touchdown. Steelers really got the running game going mm-hmm. on this drive, and they cap it off with the six-yarder for Najee Harris. So now uh, 12 to nothing Pittsburgh, about 746, so about halfway to go uh, left in the second quarter. So uh as we uh, get the adjusted number with uh, 12 to nothing as I wait for this to refresh. Uh, total now up to 38 and a half and there Steelers minus eight and a half on the uh, spread, minus 450 on the money line, plus 340 on the Colts. There we go. And also for you, anytime and first time TD scores, Najee Harris plus 650 for mm-hmm. the first touchdown score, then anytime plus 115. For Najee Harris, as I as I as I feverishly look to see if anybody, if anybody in fact used that. Well, and that's the thing that we do have. Uh, I have the charts right now for all the bets giving plays. And actually, I'm just lay these out here right now mm-hmm. so that we can keep an eye on those. Uh, we have a Najee Harris under 63 and a half rushing yards. That's the Lombardi line. They went ahead and picked that for the Vison bets giving. I believe we have the graphics as well for whatever. Uh, yeah, I don't shows. believe we had any Najee uh, first touchdown. There was no touchdowns. Or anytime no. touchdown. There's or... a George Pickens anytime TD that's out there. That was Pro Football Blitz. That was at plus two ninety five. Mm-hmm. 
And then I don't think there's another Paris Campbell on the cold oh, side Paris. was the, was Mitch and Paul's play there uh, for the fall of the money crew and Dustin Swedelson as well. And then Adam Burke had Paris Campbell first TD score, mm -hmm. so that's not going to cash for Adam. So we had any time though for our yes. defense, and that was at plus seven fifty. <laughs> yeah, can you imagine we picked first TD score? Yeah, no defense? kidding. <laughs> I know. Then 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 we could go downstairs and and grab that belt and just showcase it. We don't need you to make it official. Yeah. We don't need to tally it. We know we won, and that. Yeah. Well, it's interesting, though, because uh, JVT, uh, I'm fascinated to see kind of how he played this because he, he took the conventional route and also has the long shot in there mm -hmm. with Steelers money line at plus 120. But then he also has Colts 23, Steelers 17, exact score at 65 to 1. So he kind of went ahead and took and the guys over on Live Bet. I believe it's Live Bet Saturday, I think this one yeah, is. Yeah, Jeff, Live Bet Saturday. Jeff and, yeah, Jeff yeah, Jeff, and Ben Wilson. And ben Wilson, yeah, the Steelers money line. Then also no TD score in the game at 50 to one. So that's a, uh, you can go ahead and cross that off as Najee Harris scored a touchdown. So yeah, it's we, fascinating to see how people well, played it. And this was all designed obviously for it to come down to the end here yeah. uh, because uh, you know, we have a couple people with the lead, but or, or Dave Tooley was in the lead, but I mean, it's always a tenuous lead mm -hmm. because everything's going to come down to the prop and you just got to hope nobody behind you hits it. Yeah. Uh, well, there was an Alec Pierce first TD score from uh VEASAN big bets, Dave Ross and Amal Shaw. That was at 15 to one. So you can cross that one off as well but you mentioned the leaders i believe is it dave tooley who's in the lead right dave now tooley was in the lead as okay. of this morning he's and in Matt the lead Newman's was second and then i think greg peterson there the greg peterson experience which follows us uh he is in third there so uh, we're trying to get back into the black we're in a little bit in the red you know but we had a solid day yesterday out of the, the blue the and into the black but <laughs> they give you this but you pay for that as neil young once said we had a solid day yesterday. We could have swept the board if the game in Duval didn't go absolutely crazy. We, we, you know end. what? And we had it perfect. Uh, there was a turnover by Baltimore. Jacksonville settles for a field goal, 20-19. Mm -hmm. to 19. We're taking th uh, three and a half. I had four personally in pocket. And look, four-minute drill. Justin Tucker, they'll trust him from anywhere. So I'm thinking 22 to 20. That works yep. out just fine. That'd have been perfect. And the one thing that couldn't I mean, and they actually, I think, had him, what, was it second and 20? It was second long, mm -hmm. and Lamar just takes a deep shot to Deshaun Jackson. Yeah. And I'm like, the, 35-year-old man, how do you let that guy behind you? That's the one thing that he's going to do at this point in his career mm -hmm. is just run a go or a streak right down the sidelines, and that got him there, and uh, you know they, they eventually got a touchdown. That was like a 60-some-plus-yard yeah. gain, so – they got a touchdown there, but uh, but Trevor Lawrence led us back at least. So oh, yeah. you know we at least got the Jacksonville Jaguars home and uh, uh, right decision by yeah. the way for Doug Peterson to go ahead and go for two at the we, end. We loved. It. Also got the Bengals on the money line home as well. So uh, it was a two and one day for us there for the bets giving. But right now the Colts in a little bit of trouble, down thirteen midway through the second quarter. Live totals at thirty eight and a half. I'm seeing Colts plus two ninety five on the money line there as they try to get Jonathan Taylor going. And they that's will get the first going. really good run that they have. And by the way, Ryan Kelly, the Colts center, who did limp mm -hmm. off and went to the medical oh, tent, he is back in at center for the Colts. All right. So right now the Colts catching seven and a half, minus 115 here uh, for the spread. And the drive result over at DK, punt was the favorite outcome at plus 135, touchdown plus 310. But now punt is actually now minus 120. So I'm imagining – this first down play is not going to be very good here. As you see, the Steelers, 11 first downs to the Colts, one mm -hmm. so far in this game. It's been a complete domination early on there in Indianapolis, but still a lot of football left to be played. As ooh, 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 ooh. Levi yeah, Wallace, we got a nice Wallace break on the ball. in front of Michael Pittman there. You, uh, need one more of those. Just, just have Minka break on a route, mm -hmm. take it back. We'll be in business. But exactly. we'll see, we'll see. The Steelers defense got a lot of playmakers and potentially a defensive or special teams touchdown later this evening. All right. We're going to take a quick break, but we're rolling along here on VEASAN Live Bet tonight. Monday Night Football, Steelers, Colts, come on back. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. 
Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter let's please welcome jamal crawford to point game king of the court one-on-one tournament if they had it back in your prime do you think he could have took it all i'm gonna be honest with you i don't think i could have took it all but i think i would have shocked a lot of people i think kobe and everybody in their prime kobe would win a one-on-one contest yeah yeah because you gotta think he's gonna guard he don't care about guarding He's gonna guard. He's gonna exactly. guard. Like you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's gonna guard. And then on I'm top of that, like that, see that, ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to point game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college? Because he ain't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well-known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. The VSIN Cyber Monday deal is on now. Sign up today to become a VSIN Pro subscriber and you'll get a daily recap of the top plays made by VSIN show hosts and guests. Tools like our betting splits that you'll let you see whether money and bets are moving in every game. Deep dive daily betting reports, plus our upcoming College Bowl and Super Bowl betting guides. New VEASAN Pro annual subscribers get a $30 credit to the VEASAN store. The VEASAN store is a great place to shop for VEASAN sports betting hats, shirts, mugs, and other great gear. Hurry, this is a limited time Cyber Monday offer, so sign up now for the perfect sports betting holiday gift at VEASAN.com slash subscribe. Welcome back. This is VSIN Live Bet Tonight. Femi Abebefe alongside Wes Reynolds. We're hanging out here at the Circa Resort and Casino in downtown Las Vegas. Uh, looks like it'll be a fourth and four that the Colts are facing yeah, here. Kind of in that no man's yeah. zone. They're in field goal range a little bit. So this we'll would be 50 yards for uh, Chase McLaughlin, and he can make those, and mm-hmm. he already has this season. Uh, you know, 13 to nothing. Is this where you get kind of desperate, or is this where Jeff Saturday is like, man, I got, I, you know, I got it? And he's a. Young coach, obviously, mm-hmm. only his uh, his uh, third game. Yeah. So yeah, he's gonna he's gonna go kid. for for any type of points he can get here. Chase McLaughlin, by the way, thirteen to 81 percent from fifty plus yards. He is uh, fifty plus one here, fifty one yarder for McLaughlin, yeah, and that's gonna hook uprights. in good. So uh, thirteen to three Colts at least get on the board. Three forty eight left to go, but you could tell. I mean, Matt Ryan just does not have any time to really do anything. No. So, you know, they got to think. I think Parks Frazier, by the way, the uh, young 30-year-old assistant, this is his third game calling plays. So he's got to think, okay, how do I do something quick? You know, use this speed of this Steeler defense Mm -hmm. against it. And, I mean, obviously a screen game, but – Gosh, with the screen game, that's where you're letting your rushers in, obviously. And uh, they're doing a good job of that all by themselves, uh, the Indianapolis Colts offensive line. So it's like, gosh, we can't run a screen because then they're going to get even at our quarterback even faster. So Yeah, and and Matt Ryan is just not a quarterback that's kind of built to play in today's NFL, really. And, and that's no disrespect to him. He's former MVP. He's had a hell of a career. But today's NFL, you just need a little bit more athleticism back right. there especially going to be against some of these freak guys well, and, up front and, on the defensive line. And you lines. better have a really good offensive line, which I think a lot of people thought the Indianapolis Colts had because, mm-hmm. by the way, this is the highest-paid offensive line in the National Football League. Yeah. And this is the result you're getting. And, and you know, 
Jeff came in. I thought they were better against the Raiders, and they, you know they were better last week. But yeah, they, they fought against they, the Eagles. They had that one drive, that one first drive. That was the first time they scored a touchdown on the, with their first possession all year long. And then they really didn't do much. It kind of you know kind of stumbled. Had to settle for three a lot. End up getting beaten seventeen to sixteen. Defense keeps them in the game, but defense couldn't get the stop at the end. Well, while we have a little bit of time here, we're in the commercial break on the game as the Steelers lead 13-3, to Pittsburgh six-and-a-half-point favorites, total sitting at 38-and-a-half. So not a whole lot of movement uh, after the field goal attempt. We've outlined that all throughout this season, how field goals don't really uh, make a dent into the market. But the most bet-on player props over at DraftKings, I thought these were interesting. And it's always going to be overs because people want to root for stuff. Mm. They want to root for good things. You mm-hmm. have fantasy football and all sorts of stuff. But the, the most bet-on player prop at DraftKings for this game was Matt Ryan over one and a half passing touchdowns at plus 125. The second most bet on player prop, George Pickens, the rookie, over 41 and a half receiving yards, minus 115. That's already cashed. Pickens has 44 receiving yards on two catches. So, cha-ching to those people that had uh, the Pickens over 41 and a half receiving yards. The third most bet on prop, Pickens over three and a half catches. Then the fourth, TJ Watt over 0.25 total sacks, so over a quarter sack. So, a half sack would count at minus 205. And then the fifth most bet on player prop at DK, Kenny Pickett over one and a half passing touchdowns at plus 155. Those QB over p- passing TDs. They're always in the top five. Yeah, oh, absolutely. <laughs> people, people love those passes. Absolutely, even, even with the low total. Like, <laughs> yeah, like I'm like, you guys tonight. see the total? It's yeah, 38 thir- and a half. Thir- yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, even though, even, though I, even though I went over, yeah. it kind of went against the grain here. But, you know, you could tell that these two offenses, Struggling. Not, not very good. They're both very good at stopping yeah. the run, which I mentioned in terms of our keys, uh, our live betting keys earlier in the night. But these offenses, now Pitts, Pittsburgh did have 30 last week. And Kenny Pickett mm-hmm. has not thrown an interception in the last two games. Hadn't thrown one yet tonight. Najee Harris had a very good game. But you could tell that the defense was a little bit leaky. And this is a pretty good defense. But Cincinnati was able to put 37 on him. Uh, you look at the offense. Uh, Colts, by the way, 31st in DVOA offensively. Pittsburgh 21st. So at least a little bit better. And uh, there we go with a, a nice yeah. screen there. Uh, unfortunately, not to Najee Harris. I could use that for, oh. for a prop. But uh, uh, Kenny Pickett, you could see that he's getting a little bit better game by game. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, that was, that was uh, Anthony McFarland, I yeah, believe, yeah. on the screen there. So uh, Booger playing running back? What's I going know, on here? Anthony McFarland Jr. <laughs> I, I don't know if there's any relation to, right. to Booger. I feel like they would have said that somewhere. Um, also, he has a lot more hair than Booger McFarland. He too, does. But I, I guess he's a younger guy, so maybe that makes sense. But yeah, you mentioned Pickett, though. He's kind of settling in, using that mobility. We already talked about the rushing yards. He's over his rushing yards prop, mind you. That was at 23 and a half over at DraftKings. Pickett right now has 26 yards on the ground. So that mobility has given the Steelers mm-hmm. offense a little bit different of an element. And it was there as well with Mitch Trubisky. Oh, but, yeah. I, but I always think back to what we saw last year with the Steelers and Ben Roethlisberger kind of being the statuesque figure, yeah. similar to what Matt Ryan is this season for the Colts, having that mobility at quarterback allows you to at least do some more things offensively. Yeah, absolutely. It looks like, and that was a catch anyway, but it looked like yeah. at least we had kind of dual possession there. Gilmore tried to get it at the end, but anyway, even if it was Ty goes to the runner and it's mm-hmm. going to go to the offense here as uh, Johnson uh, goes ahead and gets a nine yard gain. There you go. Yeah. The, but the Steelers, the with the ground game going, they're a team that I think in the second half of the season, I'm sure we'll talk about this later on into the show, but I think this could be a team that's pretty dangerous. Not to make the playoffs or anything, because I think they're too in too far of a hole, mm-hmm. but they're a team that's going to be difficult to play just because of what they're able to do defensively. They are so much different. I think TJ Watt being back on the field for them is such a massive impact versus what we saw without him on the field. They go like to like top five level defense with him, probably the 21st without him to where they're more alive in these games. Mm-hmm. They can get stops. They can get pressure. And if Pickett continues to kind of progress, maybe they're a frisky underdog to kind of be a bet on team in this last month of the season. Yeah, because I don't think the Steelers based on, you know, a lot of the guys they have on this team, this tough minded organization, tough minded mm-hmm. team. I don't think that they're going to like, you know, mail it in. I look, uh, they're they're out of the playoff picture for all intents yeah. and purposes, unless everybody in front of them just collapses. <laughs> it didn't have to be an epic you know, collapse. Like like I was laughing when they had uh, the Colts in the hunt. I was like, 
okay, yeah, they're hunting in the woods, but they're hunting with like a little uh, a little forty five pistol and not a hunting rifle, so they're <laughs> overmatched in terms of being in the hunt. I always laugh at the in the hunt. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, the in the hunt because, is... because look, if they win, they're mathematically alive, but obviously they lose this game. You're four seven and one. That's gonna no be, chance. That's a tough hill to climb. No chance. Uh, but right now the Steelers have the ball at the two minute warning um, around midfield here. And it was uh, Pittsburgh started the game with the football as well, I believe. Is that correct? I think the Steelers yes. got the yeah the Steelers got the first possession. So uh, Indianapolis will be getting the ball to start the second half as we kind of keep that in the back of our minds heading into halftime. But with two minutes left to go, the drive result prop here for the Steelers: field goal attempt is at plus one fifteen, punt plus two sixty, touchdown plus three twenty, turnover turnover on downs or safety is at plus seven fifty. How do you think the Steelers drive ends? Uh, I am going to say, I think they're going to get three here at the mm. end of the first half. Yeah. I mean, and they, they tend to be a little bit more conservative, which I think th- these two coaches have outlined that they're probably going to be a little more conservative. Jeff Saturday in his opening presser or mm-hmm. whatever was like, Hey, I'm an old lineman. I know how hard it is to get points. If I get a right. chance to take the points, I'm going to take the points. Right. So you got to factor that into the drive props when Indianapolis has the ball in Pittsburgh territory. Yeah. And then also we have decades upon decades of Tomlin data to go with he's not going to be the guy that's going the fourth and four we're going to go for it here no no he he will absolutely (laughs) take points uh you know with especially if the young quarterback even though this young Mm -hmm. quarterback as we just mentioned a moment ago getting uh beginning better i mean you know still makes mistakes uh hasn't hasn't had a turnover though and almost uh almost uh two and a half full games we'll see how this uh last two minutes go we don't we don't want to be premature in making that assessment but uh yeah, I, I think Pittsburgh, he's getting more of a command of the offense. And look, you still got a lot of other young guys on this offense, too. Young receivers, Friar Move, obviously, a yeah. young tight end with a, a lot of potential, maybe that he could be that Heath Miller that Ben Roethlisberger had for so many mm-hmm. years there in the Steel City. Also interesting to point out, um, our guy Greg Peterson as the Steelers rip off a nice little run. Is that Benny Snell, I believe? Yes. With a nice little run there, about 15 yards. Greg Peterson went ahead and went with – Steelers Colts over three and a half field goals mm-hmm. or do you have three on the board here today? So he just needs one more in the VEASAN bets giving, but he also went with Colts laying two and a half right now. That one's right. in, a, in a little bit of trouble here with the Steelers on the edge of the 30 yard line and uh, moving the ball. So Pittsburgh, they're, they're just kind of slowly methodically moving. The offense is looking better each week in week out. The Colts are not a bad well, out. Plenty of time here. Three timeouts, 128 left to go. Steelers should get something on the board. All playbooks wide open. We'll see how this drive ends, and we'll also get you some second half analysis on the other side. It's Vsin live bet tonight. Calling all soccer fans to lace up your boots with Bet Rivers Online Sportsbook. With the World Cup in full swing, now is the perfect time to check out Bet Rivers. Log on to Bet Rivers every single match day and get a free $10 bet when you place a wager of at least $25. Bet Rivers has all the latest odds, lines, and boosts to create the perfect match day experience. Head to BetRivers.com or download the Bet Rivers app today to get in on all the action. It's a whole new game. Welcome back. This is Vsin Live Bet tonight. He's Wes Reynolds. I'm Femi Abebefe. USA, Iran tomorrow. Yes, uh, by the way, now that we're getting into the third matches, they have them at the same time, all mm-hmm. these group matches. They don't want to say, okay, we know what, what Wales did earlier. Now we know oh, what no. we have to do. So England and Wales and USA, Iran going to come back uh, or at the same time, 11 Pacific, 2 Eastern tomorrow. Uh, Iran uh, trying to seek revenge for when uh, Hulk Hogan defeated the Iron Sheik in Madison Square Garden January 23rd, 1984 for the WWF Championship. You know what? We're trying to seek revenge on Iran as Kenny Pickett oh, overthrows George Pickens. God yeah. damn it. Yeah, you, know, you know, Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh kind of mismanaged this the whole thing, oh, too. Was horrendous. Indianapolis finally called timeout at 105. I don't know. You, you know, I know Indy's not moving the ball. I, I, I know that, you know, they're having trouble protecting Matt Ryan. They're having trouble running the ball. And Indianapolis has 48 total yards, 2.8 yards of play, and has only had the ball for about seven and a half minutes. 
You still don't want to leave him time. Yeah. I mean, this should have minimum this should have been sixteen to three, go back in the locker room and you know. Mm-hmm. Steelers might end up paying for this as this is a uh, a 25-yard uh, chip shot here, but Steelers might end up paying for this. You know, what if he kicks the ball out of bounds? Then the Colts have a decent shot With two to, to get something on the board. At that, yeah, that, that was a mistake by, by Mike Tomlin there, I think, uh, in terms of the clock management. Now, they're probably confident, like, oh, these guys aren't going to score on us. And look, based on the stats but that still, I gave, I understand. But, but like, don't even give them the opportunity no. is the thing. no. And, it just it doesn't make any sense to me why they would be the ones using it. Like I, I thought every time we saw the clock stop that it was oh Indianapolis is using their timeouts it makes sense mm-hmm. <laughs> and it was Pittsburgh so I, I don't understand it. Uh, but then again uh, we're not head coaches but I mean I just don't think that makes a whole lot of sense using your timeouts and giving the Colts extra time to now go ahead and double up because like we pointed out earlier. Indianapolis receives the second half kickoff. Yeah. So if they get something on the board so here, even if they, they get could three get and it's sixteen yeah. to six, it could be a, it could be it's going to be a, it could be a one score game by the time you get the ball back. Yeah. So uh, it's it's just not and in a worst case scenario, the, they could score two touchdowns and you might be trailing the next yeah. time you get the football. You know those those are the little things. Middle you eight. know th- those are the absolute little things and. Uh, you know, we'll see if the Colts can make Pittsburgh uh, pay for it. But that offensive line's got to protect, though. Matt Ryan, you know, everybody's kind of on Twitter saying Matt Ryan's got happy feet. <laughs> I would have happy why, feet, why, too. Why, why wouldn't you? <laughs> yeah. Why wouldn't you? These, <laughs> these guys have not been able to protect as Isaiah Rogers gets a decent return if he could just cut outside. But Isaiah Rogers Jeez. gets it out to, I believe, about the 40-yard line. Yeah, that's exactly what we were talking about. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so now, it, it you know. It doesn't make sense from the Pittsburgh. You, you've got plenty of time to get three. I mean, obviously, you want more. But, yeah, Rodgers took that about six yards deep into the end zone and and was able to get a, a return. And uh, they, I, it was Boswell that had to make the – it was the kicker that had to make the tackle. Yeah, he literally went out to the 40-yard line. Or, I'm sorry, right. I, I'm so right, used yeah, to Boswell yeah. being the kicker for Pittsburgh. I think it's Matthew Wright, I yes. believe is his name. Yes. Um, so, here we are. Indianapolis has the football on their own 41-yard line, 40-something seconds left to go, two timeouts, plenty of opportunity mm-hmm. for them to at least tack on three Yeah, and then get the football you back. You got to go quick, and, and, and that's going to be tough to do if a little seven or six-yard gains there. And now these guys are very slow. Umpire was slow spotting the ball. They <laughs> yeah. lost a lot of time. Yeah, that was not a not a good deal. And 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 you know, uh, a, a guy that points that out as uh, Matt Ryan. Now you got now you got to use it. You're across midfield. Uh, Matt Ryan gets first down. Peyton Manning points that out all the time. And I still see guys make mistakes all over the league. When you get the ball and you're in a hurry up mode, hand the ball to the umpire. Don't try to spot it or don't hand it to anybody other than mm-hmm. the umpire because that's what happens when they're shuffling trying to get set up. That ball gets kicked and then time. You know, gets away and then there, or it's spotted wrong. Like the, you saw, the Colts offense had to like back up there, mm-hmm. and and that that wasted a lot of time. Matt Ryan's had twelve pass plays tonight, and he's been pressured on seven of them. Whew. That's not a recipe for success. Under pressure night, oh a five, one sack, and then uh, one interception. So, yeah, that this off this offensive line has got to find a way to be better in a hurry and. You know, you would think having Jeff Saturday around and, and you know, Kevin Mawai is an assistant on the staff, Hall of Fame. Oh, they got all sorts of centers on I mean, staff. how how can this offensive line that's the highest paid be so bad? And that's what I think has been so frustrating in Indianapolis this year. I almost wonder for the folks who are interested on in, in Indianapolis right now, I mean, at plus eight and a half, not a terrible look. Mm-hmm. If you were to kind of look with the whole double up potential here for the Colts, I think they got a pick play no. there. They were trying to hit. They were trying to hit that screen. Colts are like, hey, we hear the point you're trying to make, Femi, but watch this. Yeah, we're gonna back it up even further. Ineligible downfield. Okay, <laughs> I, I, I thought it might have been uh, one of those like little pick play deals. So uh, the, on this drive, field goal made is minus two thirty. Field goal missed is plus one seventy. Now this is obviously factoring in that maybe they can get into field goal range to begin with. Because uh, right now they're kind of hovering around midfield there, so theoretically you probably about need about 15 yards. Yeah, or so to yeah, get you need to range. get there because McLaughlin, you know, 52, 53, he already made a 51 yarder tonight. So you know, you want to try to see if you can get to about the 35 as the Colts, I believe, are at the uh, their own 49. Yeah, that was a uh, Bernard Raymond. Was he was a first or second round? Yeah, pick, uh, no, he was a, he was a fourth rounder oh, fourth, out of Central Michigan, okay. but he is a rookie. Okay, yeah, he's just the rookie. He, 
Taylor's got to get out of bounds here. That's a very short gain, 11 seconds. You've got basically one play to get in field goal range. But Raymond, you know, we saw that Thursday night game against Denver. We was getting all kind of penalties and getting beat. That was a tough night for him on the road. But over the last couple weeks, he's gotten better in the run blocking. But he's still struggle bus in terms of pass protection. And, you know, that's what most rookies are. Well, if I'm if I'm the Pittsburgh Steelers, I'm going to line T.J. Watt against him. Exactly. <laughs> you know, it's, say, "Hey, welcome yeah. to the NFL, young man. Yeah, here's the Defensive Player of the Year." And 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 <laughs> you could blind Highsmith up against him. You could switch guys off. Yeah, and we haven't heard T.J. Watt's name uh, much in this game. And Matt Ryan under a little bit of pressure mm. as a, as a drop pass there. Dropped, but uh, but he probably would have been tackled yeah. in play as Matt Ryan has to uh, pick himself off the ground again. So now. Man, you don't have time now. You're probably just going to try to throw it to the end zone or maybe throw it deep, hope you hope you get a pass interference. Yeah, this has gone about as poorly, I think, honestly, for both teams in the end of, in the end of this first this, half. This is, this is poor execution. It's this horrendous. Is, this is, you know, that's the thing about Indianapolis, and I was having a conversation with a buddy that does radio back uh, there in, in mm-hmm. Indy, and he's like, you know what, man, we're so used to the way it used to be. You're spoiled, man. And it's like, <laughs> it, it's not that way anymore. As uh, he hits Jelani Woods, they're going to oh, try. Wow. Yeah. They are going to get a timeout. They so did. this is probably going to be about a 58-yarder 58, 58, for uh, Chase McLaughlin. But, you know, that's just the way it was. And it's like, there's variance. There's only a few teams in any era or any, you know, period of three to five years that have that continuity. And everybody else, it's different. It's different every single year. Like right now, Kansas City, Buffalo, Baltimore, those type of teams have that few-year continuity that Indianapolis, of course, had for so many years with Manning and, and the whole gang, Dungy and Bill Polian, and all you know all these guys that were all pros and eventual Hall of Famers. So uh, they are going to bring Chase McLaughlin on for 58-yarder. Field goal made, minus 125. Field goal missed, minus 105. This, I believe, would tie his career high. Ooh. That, this, is, this is a long kick, though, but it's in a 59-yard attempt officially indoors. So he's got that chance. There's no real elements to deal with. But Timeout, Pittsburgh. They have one left. And the interesting thing with this field goal attempt is we're about three seconds away from halftime, which is game time. So you want to stick around for that on the other side of the break when we run, run up against it because that's when we break down the second-half markets. But we've talked about this in the past with some of these long field goals. they got to come in at low trajectories to really mm-hmm. drive the football down the field. You can't kick them high which means you're more susceptible to the blocked kick. Right. So keep that in mind. And there's been no team, in my opinion, that's been better at blocking field goals than the Pittsburgh Steelers. Mm-hmm. We've seen Minka Fitzpatrick run around those ends. Mm-hmm. Cam Hayward gets that big paw up there. So this is no gimme. I mean, obviously, it's yeah. 59 yards. So that now, goes obviously, saying, the but... one thing for the Steelers, you don't want to jump offside. You yes. don't want to do the, get the leaping penalty because, you know, penalty, defensive penalty is not going to uh, – to uh, go ahead and uh, and uh, continue the game here, it gave a half can end rather on a defensive penalty. Yeah, so fifty nine yards for uh, the youngster Chase McLaughlin is his name. Yes, as he uh, oh, it's blocked. It is blocked. How about uh, that? Yeah, uh, how about that? It got blocked the wrong way though. Yeah, for it got our defensive the wrong touchdown. Way, yeah. So sixteen but. to three is going to be your halftime score. I'll run down a couple stats while we wait for a line. 16 but, to three, yeah, not only for the points, but also for the first downs. But, but we see that as we're, we're going to have to right now. We see off, honestly, some of these long field goals, it's all the time. The low trajectory, it leads you to the blocked kicks there. Mm-hmm. So 16 to three, yes, like you mentioned, is our score. And right now, I'm going to see if DraftKings has a line that we can give the folks uh, before we head to break here. Uh, before the game, I was seeing Colts laying three and a half. I believe that might be the line right now. Total 19 and a half. We'll get you a concrete line for these second halves as we break down the spread and the total here in Indianapolis. Monday Night Football Steelers leading it by 13, heading into the halftime break. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. (laughs) 
Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter let's please welcome jamal crawford to point game king of the court one-on-one tournament if they had it back in your prime do you think he could have took it all i'm gonna be honest with you i don't think i could have took it all but i think i would have shocked a lot of people i think kobe and everybody in their prime kobe would win a one-on-one contest yeah yeah because you gotta think he's gonna guard he don't care about guarding He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. There's a lot happening these days, but I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters without taking too much of your time. The 7 from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the seven most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about seven minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The 7 every weekday. So follow The 7 right now. Live Bet Tonight with Femi Abebefe and Wes Reynolds, live from the Circus Sportsbook on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Welcome back. This is VSIN Live Bet Tonight. Coming to you from the Circus Resort and Casino in downtown Las Vegas. Femi Abebefe alongside Wes Reynolds. We are at halftime of Monday Night Football between the Pittsburgh Steelers and Indianapolis Colts. Right now, the Steelers lead it 16-3. to And looking at the second-half markets, West, the consensus number, Colts laying three mm-hmm. with a total at 19.5. Yeah, and uh, just looking at this, 38.5, uh, I think, what did this close? Did this close, th- I think this closed 39.5. So, yeah, you know, see. about right, about right yep, where it was. So. Uh, I don't really see that much an advantage necessarily on the total. They're pretty much giving you one point short. I know, you know, looking at what the Colts did in the first half, obviously uh, very difficult to uh, go ahead and take it over. But the Colts, uh, 71 yards, uh, went up uh, over three yards a play. So they're on the right direction, at least 3.2 a play. Matt Ryan, 5 of 13, 29 yards and an interception has been sacked only once but he's been getting pressured all night. Meanwhile, the Steelers at 232, 5.4 a play. Kenny Pickett, 14 of 18 for 116, has been sacked twice. Got the running game going, 23 for 116. We'll try to see if we can get an update on Najee Harris. Might have just tweaked something. I didn't, it yeah. didn't look. I mean, he, he was walking off, so it didn't look like there was much damage. This might just be okay getting in the locker room and get it looked at and get taped up here because the Steelers knew that they were in a position to at least get points, and they certainly did at the end of the half. So uh, uh, 16 to 13 is your halftime score. Just kind of looking here. Uh, mixture in the market. There are some threes with juice uh, uh, to the favor to Indianapolis because that essentially makes that Colts plus 10 mm-hmm. in game. But I did see it flash, and now it goes back to three even money. But Circa Sports did go to three plus a dollar five laying for the Indianapolis Colts. Wow. So, I, you know, it looks like at least at early for first glance, you're seeing a mixture in the market, but you're seeing a little movement to the Steelers. There's just not a lot of faith in the Colts, even though the Colts do get the ball back first in the second half. Do you agree with that sentiment there? With the just Because oftentimes people might want to zigzag or the middler start to go and work because I'm sitting on Steelers plus three. I'm sure mm-hmm. there's others that have plus two and a half. As our show for Visa and Bets Giving, we have Steelers money line. There's the kind of itch to want to middle, right? And say, hey, let me. I think this is gonna be close. 
do you think that this is the game to do that, or would you just completely just you not know, even entertain any sort of Indianapolis side? I, I, I would not. I, I would not. I would not middle here because look, uh, you have. I, I like Jeff Saturday, mm-hmm. and I don't know what kind of coach he's going to be. I think he's going to be with the organization going forward. Might get kicked upstairs or do something else. But you gotta understand, this is a guy in his third game as a head coach. What is he going to do for adjustments? He's just not used to that necessarily you have a Colts a roster by the way that does not have an offensive coordinator essentially because remember uh Marcus Brady got let go he was the offensive coordinator it was Frank Reich's offense you know so he was kind of the ex-official like co-offensive coordinator play caller along with being the head coach so mm-hmm. you've got Parks Frazier who's calling plays but it he's not like a coordinator so you have a lot of different pieces and that's where you get short staff and it's like okay, what do I do? You know, how do I adjust here? So I absolutely concur with what Pittsburgh is doing, you know, in terms of uh, going ahead. Like, we already got the money line, so I'm not going to add to it. But I concur with that. And you're starting to see these threes disappear. And you're starting to see, I think, some – not the threes disappear, the threes minus 110. So they're what I call the weak threes Mm -hmm. in terms of three minus $1.05, three even money. Because – you're counting on a guy that has never trailed at halftime before. He hasn't trailed at halftime in either game, you know, uh, really. So, you're, you know, and especially by this margin, to come up with the adjustments against a guy that – and look, there's mixed views on Mike Tomlin as a head coach. There are some mm-hmm. that think he's good. There's some that think he's not so good. But he's been there a long time. Yeah. And when you've been in that situation, just the experience alone is going to give you a little bit of the edge here. Even though some of the decision-making can be a little bit questionable from Mike Tomlin, we know that from over the years, but that's why I think the market, they're just not showing faith really in Jeff Saturday, and I can kind of understand. Yeah, I'm seeing here at Circa, it's if you want to lay it with the Colts, three plus 110. So <laughs> like that's that, that's going to show you that, hey, like they don't want to give you that two and a half necessarily, but they're yeah. also saying, all right, if, if you want – it's almost indicating that the Steelers are kind of the side here mm-hmm. in the second half. But we want to hear from you guys on what you guys think in the halftime markets. Go to at Live on Twitter. We put up the poll. What's your best bet for the second half of I, this game? And it's either one of the sides or the over or the under. I, I, I feel like Andy Cohen on Watch What Happens Live on Bravo <laughs> where he has the little poll of the real housewives and whatever. Vote in the poll. Vote <laughs> yeah. in the poll. So uh, go yeah go ahead and uh, give us your opinion. Yeah, uh, America we says we, we, we want we want to hear from America. America's second half play of the night, and we'll uh, find out how America does, or or I guess it doesn't have to be America. It could be the world since Twitter is all over the place. Mm-hmm. Um, but we we did the, the viewers' second half better than night, and we'll find out what you guys go ahead and cook up there. But right now, for us at least on the side, we're avoiding Indianapolis. How about the total? With 19 and a half, it's hovered there pretty much this entire time. We've discussed yeah. the second half market. No real read either way. Yeah, I, I mean, you if out? you made me, I would probably go with the over here just because I think the Colts get, one, you know, one touchdown, I, I would think. So, okay, <laughs> yeah. that's that's half the battle right there. And then, you know, the Steelers, because, because the Colts are going to be playing from behind, so they have to throw – which means they're either going to score or they're going to be some chance for Pittsburgh, and that's what keeps our bets giving play at plus 750 alive. Mm-hmm. They're going to have to be throwing it up there, and, and you know, Steelers are going to be bringing the pass rush. So there's a possibility of a sack fumble. There's a possibility of an interception return. So defensive points count for uh, totals oh, as well. Oh, yeah, they definitely do count there. And looking at the yards per play, it's been completely dominant in favor of the Pittsburgh Steelers. for the Steelers, which is hovering around average for an NFL team. Indianapolis is at 3.2. So 71 yards total for the Colts offense versus the 232 for the Pittsburgh Steelers offense. They just look a little bit more lively. Kenny Pickett, 14 of 18 for 133. Then Najee Harris, who we mentioned, went to the locker room early Mm -hmm. before halftime. 10 carries, 35 yards, one touchdown. We haven't heard the latest on Najee Harris. I was searching his name on Twitter just moments ago and uh, didn't really find anything about what Harris was doing uh, in terms of his status for this right. game. But yeah, really yeah, I'm I'm kind I'm kind of looking here as well. So uh, you know, Colts. Uh, by the way, we don't have the audio, but uh, I kind of knew this was happening. They're getting booed off the field after that field goal yeah. was blocked. Uh, and uh, uh, Bob Kravitz, longtime scribe from Indianapolis, now at the Athletic, said, "Good thing there's a lot of Pittsburgh fans here. The boos would have been a lot louder." 
It did look like a now, lot of now, Steelers now, fans. Now, maybe it's good that there's at least anger because the worst is apathy. Yes. That's the worst thing you can have. And that right now, this is where the Colts are. The Colts are in purgatory right now, in football purgatory, which is like the worst thing that, that you can be in right now. So, uh, you know, a lose here. Uh, Colts, obviously, were in the in the hunt graphic on the right side of your television screen when they show it. They're going to be out of the hunt if they lose this game. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's not looking great for this Colts team uh, this season in terms of their whole outlook mm-hmm. as well. Uh, just given the whole situation, having to find a new head coach, maybe they're trying to find a new general manager as well uh, coming up later on this offseason. But right now they trail at 16-3. to No real plays for us as we continue to see that push-pull in the market. Now it's three. Seeing some three minus 110s out there for the side. Circa now they've gone from plus 110 to now minus 105 mm-hmm. on their threes for the second half market. So there's been a little bit of interest, some slight interest on Indianapolis once it got to those juicy prices they're laying the three. But not a whole lot, at least what you would expect from a team trailing by 13 that's about to get the football uh, to start this second half here. Yeah, no question about it. So. Just not seeing a lot of life. You saw they had 48 seconds to try to get three there. And now they got a field goal attempt off, but a 59 yarder. It's like, okay, we can't get this, you know, back in the old days, uh, you know, with Manning and the boys, people are so used to the Colts. It's like, they would have got that to like the 30 yard line. It would have been Vinatieri, you know, easy money there. Vanderjack. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Vanderjack, you know, remember he missed the one against Pittsburgh and they showed Peyton on the Zane go, he yeah. You know, that was long before the uh, the uh, idiot kicker. Yes. And uh, he, the idiot kicker got liquored up and mm-hmm. ran his mouth off. Uh, that was long before that. And, you know, at that point, like, Vanderjack was, like, the most accurate kicker in the he league at, at, at that point. So, uh, yeah, a lot of pain against the Steelers. The Colts, by the way, have not beaten this team in since 2008. Of course, we all remember the uh, Nick Harper interception, who apparently had had a domestic dispute the week before mm. uh, and was stabbed in the leg. And that's what maybe allowed Ben Roethlisberger to tackle him. I did not Harper, know that backstory. Don't, you, on don't that. you remember that game? Harper had like remember, a clear shot yeah. to the end zone, and Roethlisberger I remember, I remember tackled. Remember the tackle? Yeah. I mean, yes. And, and granted, this was back when Ben was athletic. Yeah. Um, but it was still a, one of the better plays you'll ever find in an NFL yeah. playoff game. But I did not know the backstory about the yeah, yeah. Dispute. There was, and man, there, there's a lot of that. lot of painful losses for the Colts to the Steelers, yeah. and maybe another one about 30 minutes away from happening. Yeah, well, the second half is about to get underway in Indianapolis. Steelers kicking the ball off to the Colts. We'll find out what happens in the remaining 30 minutes of the game. Come on back with us, hour number two, coming up next. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details.